0: God bless you, and shalom. This is the All About the Kingdom podcast with your host, evangelist and teacher, Lori Baker. We're dedicated to strengthening the believer with kingdom-focused biblical applications to live by. Our heart's desire is to lead someone to eternal life for those who have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. We pray that this message today will both edify and bless you. And now we're going into the message that is now in progress. And we're going to go into prayer before I begin the session, the uh, uh, prayer. Lord, we just thank you. Father God, we thank you for bringing us here again. We thank you for everyone that has tuned in, for everyone that will tune in later to uh, the pre recorded broadcast. And Lord, I ask that you anoint me to say what you would have me to say in this hour. Holy Ghost, take charge. Lord, we ask that you anoint the listeners, Lord. And God, we come to you humbly, only asking you, Jesus, to fill us. Feed us tonight, Uh, encourage our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus, and we just give you praise, and we just give you honor, and we just give you glory, hallelujah. God is so good. And so the lesson tonight we're going to be studying is intentional prayer, intentional power. And before we get into the meat of the word, the very um, meat of the word, just a minute. We're going to uh, go to Matthew chapter 17, verse 19 through 24. Matthew chapter 17, verse 19 through 24. Why are you getting your scripture? I always like to give people a little time to look for the scripture. I know you be at some place and you're like, what did they say? And they don't say it again. And then you're like, oh, okay. I missed that one. Uh, yes. Matthew chapter 17, verse 19 through 24. And we begin reading. Um Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, why could not we cast him out? They're talking about uh, this person who was possessed uh, and they were not able to deliver the person. Verse 20 reads, and Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. For verily or surely i say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, whatever seems astronomical, whatever seems uh, monumental, you shall say unto this mountain, remove to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Now that's powerful. How many? How many have any mountains uh, that they're looking at? How many of you have any things that seem so, uh, so large, so huge, so in your face? But Jesus gives the solution. He says, first of all, it's unbelief and and you don't have to have a lot of, you don't have to have a lot of faith. He said, just the grain of a mustard seed. I'll tell you, um, I was in Israel and some of the people that were there, they were just selling anything, everything. One guy had a little seed and it was supposed to be a mustard seed. He was trying to sell that every corner you went to. They were selling something. Uh, And, uh, but anyway, we're going to continue. Then Jesus tells them in verse 21 However, or how be it, this kind goes not out but by prayer and fasting. And so this is all about the kingdom. That's that's this platform that I'm teaching, preaching on. is all about the kingdom. And so Jesus began to tell his disciples actually what the problem was, why it is that they could not uh deliver this poor person that was that was bound under demonic spirits. And so we're going to go into prayer. And I will be um if the Lord allows, I will go into fasting and do a session on fasting uh but uh, i also want to do another session on types of prayer and um but we're going to talk about uh the prayer that jesus spoke of in matthew chapter 6 verse 5 through 14 and i'll let you get that um scripture matthew chapter 6 verse 5 through 14. Praise God. So, Jesus began to tell his disciples um, uh, how to pray. A lot of us pray, but we don't realize that there is a method of praying. There is, there are, uh, we, we should be trained. One time, Jesus' disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray because Jesus, and that's my example, I always, my default, when I want to understand something, I go back to Jesus. I look at his life. Uh, You know, people say certain things, uh, certain foundations, they don't believe or, but then I go back to Jesus. What did he do? What did he do? And um, Jesus was a very prayerful, prayerful man. He he prayed all night. He would go, you know, he would preach all day and teach and leave his disciples and he would go into the mountains and pray all night. And, you know, he was just, um, he just prayed. And every uh, person that is going to be used of God, um, that has to be a part and that has to be a part of your discipline. Uh, We talked about body, soul, spirit, the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit uh, on you, in you, uh, the Holy Ghost with you. We're talking about prayer now. We're talking about prayer and I love learning. Um, I love to study the word of God to see what what is this that I'm doing? I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, What is it that I am needing to do? Uh, I'm praying. How did Jesus pray? What What did he instruct? So Matthew chapter six, verse five through 14, it says, and when you pray, you should not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, or surely I say unto you that you, they already have their reward. So what is God saying? Don't be phony. Don't use prayer as um, a tool to get attention. Uh, to to um to make a name for yourself, to feel like you are better than someone, to uh, just be a show off. He said that's that's how hypocrites, people that are phonies. And so, prayer is a very humbling time because you are. I appeal to the higher the highest power that there is i appear i appeal to god and so therefore i don't have to you don't have to be phony you don't have to uh put on any airs just come to god in earnest and honestly as you are Jesus continues instructed in verse six, he said, but you, or but thou, when you pray, enter into your closet. And when you have shut the door, pray to your father, which is in secret. And your father, which sees in secret, shall reward you openly. So just contrasting verse five and verse six, verse five, it was saying that if you pray and you are hypocritical, then you already have a reward. You get nothing from the Lord. So, but if you pray in secret, then he will reward you. God, will, your father will reward you openly. So there's a reward in prayer. There is much benefit in prayer. Some studies, medical studies, uh, attest that uh, people who pray are happier. People who pray are less stressful. uh, Because when you pray, you have an opportunity to Cast your cares. In other words, give your cares to the Lord. You have a, an opportunity to even hear what you think you may be going through. And when you can talk some things out, there are solutions in talking. There are solutions when you hear and you believe that you are praying is going to be a benefit. So verse 7 says, but, but when you pray, so now that's not um, if, because the believer prays, that's like, you know, that's like when you, when you take a bath, you know, you're going to bathe, but it says when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. But they think that they should be heard for their much speaking. So uh, in some circles, people chant. But God is saying, you don't have to say things over and over again. And I think one reason um, that will be is because yesterday is not like today. Every day there's something else going on. So why would I come to God with a preconceived, uh, made-up prayer and just continue in that? We need to talk to the Lord daily. We need to pray to Him daily. Um, so what, when when I when I say that the word use the word pray, what am I speaking of? Prayer is the way we communicate. Our way of communication. If someone was sitting here right here with me in the broadcast, then I would talk to them and they would talk to me and I would have an opportunity to understand what they wanted to convey. And on the other hand, uh, they would have an opportunity to convey what I to understand what I wanted them to understand, but by means of conversation. And so when we are born again of uh, the water and the spirit, when we are, um, have the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the Hakodesh, the Holy Ghost, then uh, we should take time to talk to the Father. Uh, and we should take time to listen and we will listen uh, in our spirit, in our soul. And, but when we pray, then the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us and teaches us. But if we never, or we seldom take time to have a communication uh, with God, with the Father, never take time to Uh, just calm down, just calm down and just talk to the Holy Spirit. He's there with us all the time. He's with us. He's in us. He's on us, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. So it is necessary to communicate with um, God. Verse eight says, be not you be not therefore lack unto them for your father knows what things you have need of them before you ask him. So am I saying don't tell, I mean, you don't mention things that you need. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't use uh, vain repetition. Just be real. If, 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 you, uh, if the time that you're going to be with the Lord, or you're going to spend with the Lord, or you take time to listen to the Holy Ghost, um, well, yesterday, the Lord fixed that problem. Why would you come to him and say the same thing, just repetitious? He, you want a fresh anointing. You want to be endued with power from on high daily. We need Jesus daily. We need the, the spirit of God on us and in us and guiding us daily. And so, um, praise God. We're continuing uh, with the word of God. See, we have three live chats. Let me see if I can go to this. Um, somebody just give Jesus praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm about to get this program um, down pat, but sometimes I'm a little challenged. Okay, so go up here to my chat, see if I can see some. Glory to God. How many being blessed tonight? How many are being blessed tonight by the word of God? Amen, amen, amen. Well, if I don't see your chat I will just try to respond to them after the broadcast. Uh, Please bear with me. So we're going to go on to the word of God. And then he said, uh, your father knows what you have need of. And that's not the Mercedes. That's not um, anything like that. He knows that. But he also knows what we need spiritually. Spiritually. So we can come to him. He wants us to come to him because there may be um danger ahead of us. But if we haven't taken time to listen to the Holy Spirit, then we'll run right into it. And we can't fault God because we have not learned to stop and listen, to take that time. So he says um, in verse nine we're gonna go into the order of prayer It says after this manner therefore pray our father which art in heaven so we could go ahead on a read on but we want to stop right there our father talking about those of us sisters and brothers that have been born again and and, and grafted into the kingdom of God. He says what? Our father. And so to make a distinction, he's not talking about our earthly father, but he says our father, which is in heaven. And it goes on to read, hallowed be thy name. Now I could stay right here and just worship him. You know, I could just stay right here and just adore him. I could just stay right here and just thank him. Father, we just love you. We magnify your name. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for sending Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. See, because our father abides in a higher plane than we do so so we're speaking to our father which is in heaven so that's far above all principality far above our power our problems far above uh anything earthly then we go into the part where it says hallowed be thy name so what am i saying when i say, hallowed be thy name Hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. There is none like you. There is none like you. And what is the name that has been given unto man? Whereby we must be saved. That's the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And we can stay right there and pray for a little while. But then he goes on, and and, and let me go back. It's like um, sometimes you're in your house and you hear a knock on the door. And you're looking out to see who is it. Well, you want to know who it is knocking on your door because uh, you want to know if you're going to let them in or not. Do you know these people? And so what if your door is unlocked and somebody just, open the door and just come in, walk right past you, go in your refrigerator, pour them uh, some water, and uh, get them, fix them a salad and sit down and just start telling you, uh, I need a car. I need my bills paid. My back is hurting. You will be, I will be running. I will be running out my own house and I will be speed dialing 911. And calling Jesus at the same time because that's an intrusion. I didn't let you in. You didn't ask to come in. You just came in rudely and start telling me all about you. So that's the same thing. When we approach God, we don't approach him. We enter into his presence because he's the most high God. He's our father, but still we enter in with reverence. And I and I know they're trying to uh make women birthing persons whatever the devil that is you know but but women mothers birthing persons they're trying to take all of the uh gene- the genetic the biological markers that God instilled into us that male and the female this is what the devil is trying to do today so Therefore, it is important that I I emphasize that we have a father. Even you know, uh, children don't are uh, not trained to respect their fathers and the mother. They're talking to them just like they're talking to their friends. There's got to be a difference. Uh, the father is the one that begot you. The father is the reason that you're here. So when we enter into His presence show him respect and honor him and worship him and and, and 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 not just intrude and start asking him for stuff because even though he knows he said i already know what you need but be uh love him it's like someone that's that's there just for the benefits how many love jesus amen and then we go to verse 10 let me read nine. after this banner therefore pray you our father which art in heaven which is in heaven hallowed holy be your name then thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth and one translation says on earth as it is in heaven. So what am I saying? We're praying. Jesus said, "We pray the kingdom come." See this. This platform is all about the kingdom because this is what Jesus preached about. He said, "So I want you to pray, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done." I'm going to say on earth. Then I'm going to say in earth, because we are uh, uh, earthen vessels as it is in heaven. So we have to understand that um, heaven is a holy place. There are spiritual beings in heaven. Uh, The angels cry holy, hallelujah. In heaven, Uh, there's a throne in heaven. There's nothing but peace in the heaven. When I speak of heaven, the place where God, where our Father is, even though God is everywhere, He's omniscient, He's omnipotent. But what, what I'm speaking of. There in creation, there is a difference from the firmament and the place that we live, earth that we are living on now. So we are going to have to pray that the will of God be done in and on the earth, just like it's done in heaven. Satan. And I, I don't want to mention his name anymore because he's not worthy to be mentioned. Uh, But in this framework, um, he thought that he would overthrow the throne. And he was, there was war in heaven. And Michael, the archangel, and his angels, they fought against the one that was kicked out. The one that's given everyone trouble now. The one that has but a short time the one that is deceiving the nations right now. So, so ever since that time, that was, that was a problem in the earth. That was a problem when he came to Eve and, and, and she was deceived, but Adam transgressed. he ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then sin came upon every one of us. So from that time, the earth realm, this place that we're living in, it is it is it is not a replica of the kingdom uh, where God abides. And however, once we're born again and we understand certain things that we understand that God, Christ has raised us up and caused us to sit together with him in heavenly places. So even though we walk in the flesh, we don't mind the things of the flesh. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Can somebody say, I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world? So uh uh we pray the kingdom come. We pray the foolishness stop. You know, people people fighting about fighting about uh craziness. Do you do you put your shoe on uh the right foot or the left foot? Uh do you say hallelujah? Do you do you say hallelujah? You know, it is it, the emphasis. Uh, do you paint your nails? Just craziness, craziness, craziness has nothing to do with your salvation. I study, I study I the word of God and I was just confirmed with uh, one of my, uh, one a studious a scholar and um, because there are different translations um, and, and um, that's nothing to fight about. What we need to be fighting about right now is sin. What we need to be fighting about is is the enemy that has come to disturb our lives, to uh to disturb, disturb our, the children' minds, to uh get them to think that because you're black, then um you know then you're better than a white person, or a white person is better than a brown person, a brown person. Oh my goodness, it's a mess. So we have so much that we need to be praying for in this hour. We have so much when we when we when we come to this part. Young people, old people, on drugs. Uh uh, you know, it's just and, it, and, and it's the really, really bad drugs that, are, that take you to hell quick. It's like fentanyl. So, but, but we can't be fighting one another whether you go to First Baptist or St. Paul Missionary or XYZ Presbyterian Law they're preaching the gospel or whether you are the preacher on the street. And as I began to go into prayer uh, before I came here uh, to this broadcast tonight, I began to pray for the pastors. I began to pray for the body of Christ, the body of Yeshua. I have brothers and sisters who are Jewish, German, African, all kinds of skin tone. That doesn't matter. Korean. What matter is that we are one in the body of Christ and that we began to know that this is a place not to run right across it at at 80 miles an hour, but he said, pray thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. We pray the kingdom come. We pray it uh, with the judicial system. The craziness that's going on in the judicial system. Who has time to fight one another? We pray that the churches will rise up And preach Jesus, Amen. Somebody, you could just put it in the comments. If I I think I'm preaching pretty good, I think I'm teaching pretty good right now. But I need to move on because some of us don't read our Bibles, and when we read our Bibles, we we don't eat it. We don't eat our Bible. We don't eat the Word. In other words we don't allow it to become a part of us we don't apply the word so verse 11 says give us this day our daily bread so why do we need bread today what it looked like me putting a slice of um bread on the table i'll go ahead and go ahead on and make me a grilled cheese sandwich and then i'll just sit that make me another one and just sit it on the table and then a week from now i'm gonna eat it no but that's how some of us handle the word we need a dose of the word of god every day and and we don't have to go by quantity some people want to brag or oh, i read 15 chapters a day Well, good how much of that do you understand How much of that have you ingested? What words did you pass by that you didn't open the Bible? And and so I don't understand that. So I'm going to go to www.blueletterbible.org. And I'm going to look up this word and see what does it mean. And then I'm going to finish reading. And then, but first of all, I'm going to pray and say, Lord, give me understanding. Help me to digest this word. You know, you don't want to just, you don't want to just get not just bread, but but a meal and just start just start stuffing it. You had the you had the buffet and you just eating, eating, eating. Food running all down your mouth. It's just a mess. But that's some that's how we do. So Jesus is saying, but every day when you pray, give us this day, our daily bread. What do I need today, Lord? What, what in your word do I need today to help me to get through whatever I'm, I'm going through? Am I hurting physically? Is there, is there an ache in my body? Then I can turn to the word of God and and speak that word by his stripes. I'm healed by his stripes. We were healed. Amen. Am I hurting? My, is, is my soul hurting? You know, and then we know that that he'll heal our hearts, he'll take our hearts, he will, he will mend our hearts. But if we still chewing on that that's that sandwich, that grilled cheese sandwich that's been there for two weeks, and we're gonna pick it up and start trying to eat it. Just chewing on it. That's what's happening. Jesus said, This is what you pray. Lord, when I get this Bible and I open it, let it come alive. Thy word is spirit, thy word is life. Thy word is alive. It's a quickening, quickening, alive word. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword that dividing asunder between the bone and the marrow. It's able to to find us is able to strengthen us so we're praying now but he said in the meantime give us this day our daily bread sometime in prayer now when we get quiet he will give us our daily bread sometime he'll give us the word that we need that is if you study study if you read the word but he can't bring, to, it's hard for him to bring to you what you are not familiar with. So it's it's, it's uh, like David, King David said, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you, God. Okay. So there are things that I can hear and I may not have scripture to and I just don't say anything. And I weigh them and then I go to the word of God and, you know, it, it'll come up and said, no, that's not balanced. That's not that's that's not what God said. You know, and so I know whether or not to eat that or not. And, and, and then we go to this part. Verse 12 says, and forgive us our debts, our debts, D-E-B-T-S, what we owe. And we're not talking about um, the trillions of dollars deficit, but we're talking about omission, things that we should be doing for the kingdom and we're doing otherwise, we're doing other things. So he said, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not okay I I need to go back forgive us our debts so our debts can be uh, what we owe someone maybe you owe someone an apology maybe you owe someone money okay maybe you owe God some time maybe you ignore the Holy Ghost all day the Holy Ghost is a person He said, I'm going to, he told his disciple, I'm going to send the Holy Ghost back. They said, please don't go away. We we, we don't want you to go away. I'm paraphrasing now. Uh, And he said, excuse me, if I don't go away, I can't come again. He said, but I'm going to send you back the Holy Ghost. Which is, which is the comforter. He's going to lead you and guide you into all truths. Whatsoever I've said unto you. So if the Holy Ghost, he sent the Holy Ghost back and he's with us. And he said, he's going to be with you forever. So you get up in the morning, we get up in the morning. We're passed by the Holy Ghost. Don't say hello. We don't say nothing. We do everything we have to do. Eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. Look at a few videos. Uh, uh, go for a walk. The Holy Ghost just just right there with you. But we ignore the Holy Ghost. So, so forgive us. We need to speak to the Holy Ghost. We need to be respectful to the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we need to listen. See, when we listen to the Holy Ghost, he can't tell us, what to uh, avoid if we don't take time to listen? See, I talked to my, this is for these busy folks. I used to pride myself in being a, a multitasker. I had um, five services a week. I had a youth outreach. I had, uh, oh, Lord. So much going on, jail ministry. This one person worked over 40 hours a week. Uh, I mean, just a whole lot going on. And uh, then if somebody's calling me, they got this meeting going on, that meeting. You know, it was a whole lot. So I'm not saying that we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. But what I'm saying is, how much time do you take for instruction? or to hear the Holy Ghost, or to commune with the Holy Ghost. So every every part, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, all are one, but every uh, anointing that is within the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost have different purposes. So Jesus died for our sins, but the Holy Ghost is here to be our comforter. So forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So a lot of people want um, to be forgiven. They want their debts to be done away with. But they're still talking about uh, that $20 that someone owed them. Or 1945 when... uh, Somebody stole their grandmama's chicken, something, you know, and so they're mad because their grandmama who's dead and gone. I'm being just, I'm just being facetious now. Okay. Say you just let it go. It's not transferable into the kingdom. So even if people, and I speak to myself, because all of us have been, been done wrong. So, so, but can it transfer into the kingdom? So he says, just let it go. Just let it go. Verse 13. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. There we go again. We're praying, Lord, lead us not into temptation. But if we're not communing with the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, Rockhold, Ruach HaKodesh, all of those are the same thing, same word. I'm just saying it in different uh, languages or whatever. If we don't commune with the Holy Ghost, how can He keep us from going into temptation? But if we pray, lead us not into temptation. If you know you like the gossip, then you know, if you already prayed that morning, Lord lead us not into temptation then god will have you go the other way or he will just he will unction you like don't say nothing uh you know or if you know that you're prone to uh a certain type of of, of sin and there are 17 works of the flesh that sometimes they combine themselves sometimes they work by themselves uh uh, but but those any of those seventeen works according to Galatians five could could uh, be something that you are prone to do. As I spoke, you have to go back and look at the the video about the body. Everyone has things that they're prone to. Some somebody may someone may lack uh, butter pecan ice cream, and that's just don't give it to them with a spoon. And a good movie, you know, because it's going to be gone. Don't even bring it to their house. But if you brought them that strawberry ice cream, they're going to say, oh, thank you. And they just put it in the in the, in the refrigerator and just give it to the, the guests when they come. So what I'm saying is everyone have certain things that trigger their flesh. So he's saying, pray, leave me not into temptation. I don't want to be saying, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me for everything. Give me, help me, Lord. And then he says, but deliver us from evil. And you know, uh, it's sad when people think that they're going to get away with evil. It's so much evil that you don't even know, you're not even aware sometimes that you're walking right by snakes. And I'm not talking about natural snakes. I'm talking about people that just don't have a heart. The soul is black. Their soul is black. Praise God. I just I just saw how to thank God for Stephanie who just subscribed. Thank you, Stephanie. And there is Cloud nine. God bless you. God, glory be to God. Amen. We're on a roll now. I'm I'm excited. I tell you. So, we're gonna continue. And it says, uh, "Deliver us from evil." You know, um, there's a lot of stuff going on now. They're mutilating the, the the kids, cutting out parts of their bodies because they're confused. Well, what girl in our uh, in, in our neighborhood that didn't climb trees? When I grew up, you had to know how to climb trees. You need, needed to know how to run. You needed to know how to wrestle. But, you know, uh, they call some of them tomboys. But what if a girl uh, was just going through that state of, I will say, of being athletic? And they got confused with all of the... Uh, propaganda that's going on and then came to her mom or dad and said, I I need to be a boy. So that's evil. That doesn't give a child a chance to know what they, who they really are before they take a knife to them. There's a lot of evil going on today uh, where uh, the truth is censored, you know, And so God is saying, deliver us from evil. People are walking in all kinds of evil. If if, if a person worships Satan, that's their business. Because God gives us a choice. He even said, choose you this day. When Joshua will begin to sit and talk to to the children of Israel, choose you this day who you're going to serve. But if I serve Jesus, don't try to tell me to shut up. Don't, tell, don't try to tell me not to cry loud. Don't try to rewrite my Bible because that won't work. Amen. The word of God is settled in heaven. So that's a person's choice. If they want to uh, change whatever they want to change on their body or whoever they want to serve. I don't have a right to tell them not to do it. I have a right to preach the gospel. And the gospel speaks for itself. They have an opportunity to make a choice to come over here or to stay there. But the way the system is today, um, they don't want you to have a choice. It's only got to go your way. And that's never gonna work in the body of Christ. He said, cry out and and, and spare not. Glory to God. This is the time, this is the time when the people of God are going to have to lift up their shofar. And not only lift it, but put it to their lips and Began to cry aloud and spare not. Glory to God. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And some of the some of the translations have deleted this, and they have little notes, post notes, but I'm going on to read it from the King James Version. It says, For thine is the kingdom, God's kingdom is the kingdom. There's no kingdom greater than the kingdom of God. Thine is the power, and, and you the kingdom, you are the power over every power and the glory. That's the presence that, that rests upon each child of God. It's the anointing, it's a Shekinah presence. Hallelujah. That is on us. And if I get a chance, I'm going to preach about, I'm going to teach about the the Shekinah. I tell you, God is so good Uh, tonight. How many being blessed? This is very important. He says, um, for if you forgive men their trespasses, when people have done things against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you don't, he won't forgive you. So that's important. I don't care how you can preach, I don't care if you uh, 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 give all your money, all, it doesn't matter. I pray that you are blessed today by the message and make sure that you click the follow button for upcoming messages and also events that we will be having. Would you please remember the persecuted church, Pray for Israel, and the nation that we are in, the United States, and the body of Christ globally. Also, if you would, share this message with someone and remember to visit the website at greatoutpouring.today The website is greatoutpouringtoday It's my prayer that you will have a blessed and wonderful day today God bless you. Until the next time